glad you're still with me this week to study God's Word. We're talking about, and this is a good thing to start the new year with, the Spirit-filled life, how to walk in the Spirit. One of the things we talked about was how to personally be filled in our last session. If you missed that, go back and catch it up because it's really important. You, none of the rest will make a lot of difference if you don't do that. But I want to talk to you today on a totally different subject about the Spirit, and that's the gifts of the Spirit. And I want to read to you just a verse from Romans chapter 12, verse 6, where Paul says, We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesying is in accordance with your faith. And he goes on to talk about other gifts. So he says that we have different spiritual gifts. Now, we want to look at that and examine that and, and see if we can understand. The church is a body a living body, a living organism. Christ is our head, and we each are a part of the body, and everybody in the body needs to function effectively. If we don't, then the church is weak in areas, and the church is powerless at times. We have been given, every one of us who is a believer, every one of us who knows Christ, have been given spiritual gifts by which the life of Jesus is to be expressed in and through his body. Now, a gift from God, the gift of the Spirit is an ability to do something. It's, a, it's to do something in a spiritual ministry. It's not an office we hold. It's not an ability we have. And I think it's really important that we understand that. So first of all, we need to see the difference between the gift of the Holy Spirit and the gifts, plural, of the Holy Spirit. You see, the gift of the Holy Spirit in Acts 2.38 there was the promise that the Holy Spirit would come. And in, in Acts 2, the Bible says that the first believers, the Holy Spirit came upon them and came to live in them. And that was the indwelling of the Holy Spirit that comes now to every believer who receives Christ. And the Bible says if you, have, if you don't have the Spirit, you don't have Christ. And if you have Christ, you have the Spirit. So we've talked about how we need to let him control us. But the gift of the Spirit is the Holy Spirit himself. Now, we want to talk about the gifts of the Spirit. Now, the gifts of the Spirit are grace gifts given to those who have received Christ. And they are special abilities to serve him and to do things that make a difference for him. And we need to understand that. So I want you to also see the difference between natural talents and spiritual gifts. We all have natural talents. Everybody does. Even the people who aren't believers have natural talents, obviously. And even the worst people have some natural talents. The atheist, the skeptic, the people without Christ, they have talents. They're God-given. They, God gave them to them when they were born. It's a part of their, their physical makeup, their spiritual makeup, and their DNA makeup. But spiritual gifts are different. They're only given to those who are believers. And, for example, a lot of people have a natural ability to teach that's good, or to sing, that's good. But if God wants them to use a spiritual gift of teaching, he will do something to them in their area of teaching that will enable them to not only teach, just to be a teacher that an unsaved person could be, but a teacher who God's spirit works through in a special manner. The same thing with someone who is a server. A lot of people have an ability to serve and help. But the Bible says that some people have a spiritual gift to do that. And, and God goes beyond their natural tendency and uses them. 
So there's a danger that if you have outstanding talents and abilities physically, that you will depend upon them rather than Christ. And that's not a good thing. That's something that can be very self-serving. That's something that can be very devastating to your life because you don't get outside of yourself. I want you to see the difference, too, between the gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is mentioned in Galatians 5, 22 and 23, where Paul writes that the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness. He lists nine in all. And he said, this is what the Holy Spirit produces in the life of all believers if he's allowed to be in control. It's really the character of Christ that, that God wants to, to repeat in us and work through us, his character, the things that describe him, make us like Jesus. Now, gifts are different. Gifts do not depend on the Spirit controlling our life. In other words, when you were saved, God gave you certain spiritual gifts, whether you know what they are or not. And the Bible says that even though the Corinthian church was not lacking in any spiritual gift, it was a very selfish church that produced little fruit. What was the problem here? You see, gifts are not a sign of spirituality. The fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, those things I mentioned, and you might want to go look them up in Galatians 5, 22 and 23, they show whether we are walking with God or not. They're much more reliable as evidence of our spirituality than the gifts. Jesus said, by their fruits you shall know them. But gifts can be imitated by Satan and counterfeited, but you can't do that with fruit. So, in other words, I can be out of the will of God, depending on myself as a believer, and exercise my gifts. I've done that as a preacher. I've preached sometimes. If you Now, most of the time I really believe I have been controlled by the Spirit because I've asked him to, but I have preached without being in and under his control. But I exercise my gift. Somebody might have even come to Christ because God works in spite of as well as because of. But how much better and how much more powerful when we're exercising the gifts he's given us, whether it's teaching, exhorting people, encouraging people, serving people, helping people, teaching people, whatever administration, whatever our gifts are, if we're doing it in the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, what about 1 Corinthians 12, 31? If these gifts are God-bestowed and God-given, the Scripture says, earnestly desire the greater gifts. Now, the you here, it says you earnestly desire the greater gifts, is plural. This is not an exhortation to an individual Christian, but to the church in Corinth, the whole church. In other words, seek to really get those gifts in use in your church and where you can be taught, and where you can grow, and where people can help each other, and that's what he's talking about. So if God chooses, I need only to look to him and be grateful for my gift. There's no minor gift. Now, some gifts are more openly seen, like teaching, prophesying. When I mean prophesying, I mean declaring the word of God, and, and also gifts related to doing things that are open out like that. Some things are more behind the scenes. But I want you to see the different categories under spiritual gifts. And we'll do that in our session tomorrow. I hope you'll be with me.